Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in your everyday life. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Pastor David here with Pastor Liz and Pastor Bob Wilk. I'll be out there. And we're continuing what we began last time with our podcast on spiritual gifts. We had Mm -hmm. Apostle Pat with us. He helped us break it down and give us sort of the approach to spiritual gifts. But uh, today we're going to talk more about the specific gifts. Because when I read through it, sometimes I think, what is that? even mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, through experience and through study, we can get insight on what Paul's talking about. But um, I just wanted to start with this passage about spiritual gifts, mm-hmm. and then I'll let you guys comment on it. Out of the Bible. And, um, well, you are in luck. <laughs> You'll be like one of the early first century people and just hear, yeah. just hear the Bible, wow. okay? All right, so it says this, 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the ability to distinguish between spirits. To another, various kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. Okay. That's some pretty awesome stuff. That's a mouthful. We just, sometimes you read it in religious mode. Sometimes I read it that way and I'm like, go on, just give it the gifts of healing miracles and prophecy and uh, distinguishing spirits and but all this is really supernatural amazing stuff wild and crazy um, all of it but let's start at the beginning it says to one is given the utterance or the word of wisdom what's that about what's the word of wisdom pastor bob uh you had to tell <laughs> you had to tell someone what it is didn't you ask the smart person what, <laughs> what do people need to know about that word of wisdom uh wisdom uh, wisdom is good, you know. You, you need to know when to shut your mouth. Sometimes oh, I think that's when that's when wisdom really sings out loudly. So wordless wisdom. Yes, even a fool when he holds his peace is considered wise. wise. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, word of wisdom. Uh, it's I think it comes. Um, there's a lot of discretion that comes with it, and I think sometimes people um, ignore it. They just uh, you know God gives, He brings wisdom. He's uh, very sure about that. And that wisdom, like the word tells us, is it's pure. It's mm-hmm. and I love this easy to be treated in the old English. It's it should be something that comes and you can swallow it pretty easily. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's it's not that confusing. It's not so deep that you can't you know people can't understand it. Mm-hmm. I think we've tried to, we've confused wisdom with super smart. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, mean, I hear you laughing. <laughs> right. Well, we're all proof that you did not be super smart. I just want to say, <laughs> the rails here a little bit because I've gotten messages from people out there that they like to watch your reaction to my to me, your oh. face. <laughs> so I'm going to watch you closely today, young lady. Make sure you're not making faces at me. Or you've talked about David. My face is a mind of its own. <laughs> <laughs> Your face needs wisdom. <laughs> yes. You know, and also I've heard that they really like Pastor David because he brings us back. He centers us back on like life. He brings us down. He brings us down. Oh, down. Oh. <laughs> In a good way. In a good way. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, Apparently, none of our spouses watch this. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Okay, so thoughts. that's yes. wisdom, right? Is there <laughs> is there a difference between God, you know, teaching us wisdom and this gift of the Word of Wisdom? Do you think? Do you think? Yeah. A difference. Anyone can have wisdom, right? That's what James mm-hmm. says. If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask, and he'll receive. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a God wants to give wisdom, but there are certain people that he gives a gift of wisdom and i believe at certain times also when you're really right. needing um you're needing that inspiration you need a solution from the lord you need mm-hmm. an answer from the lord and um the the wisdom that comes it's it's funny because it's not anything that's like in your mind <laughs> like right, it's not it, the smart part no it's not it comes like it actually comes the same way like the prophetic comes it comes to your spirit yeah. and they'll like give you a word of wisdom and it's interesting because when it's when it's actually spoken there's like a weight to it and Mm -hmm. it um and you like you were saying the scripture that describes wisdom um it's peaceable it brings it brings a peace it's like all this stuff is swirling around and then this word of wisdom comes and it all just like like Mm -hmm. (laughs) settles you know so it's yeah i think entailed in wisdom is actually the person of jesus christ himself like the truth he comes in he 
he is wisdom, you know, and so he, and I know the word speaks about this and, and that's why it's wisdom from above is these things. So there's a, I think there's a thing we call earthly wisdom that we get from uh, maybe from education, but I'm not sure about that to be honest with you, because I don't know that smart equals wisdom. Like I said earlier, it's there not, is kind of like a prudence, like here's like a, yeah, a rational way to approach things. Right. You can have an it's understanding, but not necessarily wisdom. Right. Because yeah. wisdom break comes in and, and it's all of a sudden it cuts through everything. Yeah. And it's like it's in them there. And I think with wisdom also, it becomes so apparent to everyone that's exposed to wisdom that you only have one choice, accept it or reject it. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no middle of the road, you know, like, oh, it's not like, oh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I really like, oh, you're really smart in that area. That sounds like a good, that might be a pretty good approach, but let me investigate it a little bit more closely. But wisdom from above, it's like there is, I mean, it's like God goes, well, here's the option. <laughs> the option is accepted or rejected, but it's, this is what it is. So there's not a lot of disputing wisdom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like what you said, you know, that Christ is the wisdom of God <laughs> and the power of God. Yeah. First yeah. Um, but yeah, these are gifts of the Holy Spirit. He himself is, is the spirit of counsel. He's the yeah. spirit of wisdom, right? And so he can actually put this in someone over the long haul. I mean, it's good. I've prayed that the Lord would give me the gift of being wise and being knowledgeable in the word. He's, he's answered that to some degree in my life, just building that into me. But there are these momentary bursts as well, where you're just talking with somebody or somebody asks you something or you're in prayer and just a light bulb goes on. And to me, that's what I think of the word of wisdom or, um, where the Lord would just, by the Holy Spirit, he'll reveal the direction that brings peace. You know, like Liz was saying, he'll, he'll bring something that unlocks, um, you know, a chain or something like that. That's just, that's that word in season. Well, also, Pastor David, I think that a lot of times people equate wisdom to age. And I don't believe they're always fully uh, equatable, to be honest with you. I, I think, yes, there is a component where maybe you've heard the Lord enough times that it, it locked into your brain or you received it and accepted it. But um, I believe there can be wisdom when wisdom comes, it can come to anyone at any age. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of whether that person will receive it, accept it, and also uh, distribute it, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. that's the yeah. other component of wisdom. And um, a lot of times people don't give. Uh, so, you know, it's interesting. because, Like I said, I think wisdom is uh, age and different. Yeah. Out of the mouth of babies. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's move to the next one because these are going to sort of work together, hopefully. But um, he says, the Spirit also gives a word of knowledge. He gives the utterance of knowledge. Now, what is this? Is this like you're going to understand the Bible? Like, what is this? If I was to ask you guys. <laughs> What's a word of knowledge? It's special knowledge. I think there's a translation that's made of the Amplified. It's special knowledge that you would not know naturally. You could not know naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that it's um generally about things that either are or have been um it's like things that are are present in someone's life like the state of their life mm-hmm. things they're going through things that have happened to them in the past yeah there's a word of knowledge that reveals something that you would not like i said you would a situation maybe that they're in currently um something they're experiencing something that's happened in their family their mm-hmm. job you know you have an insight that um, doesn't come from a natural place. Yeah. I believe also when you get word of knowledge, and usually it's on a person, I think sometimes it can be on an issue also. Um, I believe what comes with that is it, it brings an effect on the person that you get. Word, let's just talk about a person. If you get word of knowledge on a person, it's supposed to have, I think, a couple of twofold things going on. It gives them, um, sometimes, most of the time, uh, it alerts them. It gets their attention, yeah. like, yeah, sure. oh, how did you know that? Like, where did that come from? Why, you know? So there's that component of it. And I actually believe in Christian circles, sometimes people take advantage of that. You know, to be misused word of knowledge. Um, and we could talk a little bit about how you tell them Christian psychic. Yes, Christian psychic. But in reality, I think it's God helping people, like, open the door to him and his possibilities. And totally. they, they go, whoa, God. Yeah. Like God. But in addition to that, I believe word of knowledge, when it comes to you, is also st- supposed to bring with it an understanding and a compassion and a um, 
uh, fervent prayer for that person. Like, yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed yeah. to get God's heart for that person because you're seeing them now. Probably, if it's real word of knowledge, you see them like no one else has ever seen them. Mm-hmm. Even though you might be repeating, oh, well, I, you know, I see, you know, God showed me this happened. But when he shows you that, and I know this is very prophetic, you know, this mm-hmm. is those kinds of gifts, the kind of power gifts. The, when you get that, and anyone who's experienced it, you realize, oh, you, you get the heart of God. Like you, right. all, you see, you get a glimpse of how he sees. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's very, um, uh, I, you, know, you have to be very careful with it because I think that with when you get word of knowledge, you shouldn't do anything with it other than maybe pray uh, unless God gives you wisdom and word yes. of wisdom on how to deliver that word of knowledge and maybe what the person's supposed to do. Right. You know, how they should respond. That's a really important yeah. point you made. It's like mm-hmm. when people are praying for word of knowledge, we should also be praying for the word of wisdom. Right. Or direction. So, like you said, if God doesn't give you that, you would probably just intercede for the person. Mm-hmm. Um, or you should keep it in mind. Because um, sometimes, like you said, if you have a word of knowledge, it could be tempting to just show that you have that word. Right. Um, and <laughs> yeah. a lot of people could be tempted by that. It's really, yeah, you really have to um, examine your motives, I think. It should yeah. be if that's something that you're like wanting to do, it's like, well, why? Why are you wanting that? Are you wanting exactly. it to just show that you can do it? Or like that you're spiritual or what is it? Because um, a lot of, like Pastor was saying, a lot of times you'll get word of knowledge on people and you have to, you have to then just carry it. You may not even, you may not even tell them, right? right. What the Lord showed you about them. You're not supposed to, um, but now you're, the Lord has invited you into a place of partnering with him and his purposes for them. And that may not be a public thing at all. So it's, I think sometimes people view it as a very public, like I'm going to be the person on the microphone calling out people's address and tell them this and tell them that. And it's like, that is not the purpose of it at all. Like, so the purpose of it is to bring you into the heart of God and to be motivated by love to build up the body of Christ. And guess what? That may be in a way that no one else actually even knows about. Yeah. And that's the place I think you really have to examine. Their well, lives. I think what you're doing is you're showing off when you do that. Yeah. And God, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, we say that, you know, God, God's showing off. It's like, you know, what actually what he's doing is he's showing on those person, those people, because he's, he's, he's actually capturing, he's giving them opportunities, capturing their heart. Mm-hmm. Going, I know you, yes. I know you like no one else knows you, yeah. right? This isn't a fake thing. So now you can be secure in me, like in my heart and my heart toward you. Because his the reason he does that, the purpose behind it, if you lock into the purpose, is to draw this person to themselves. It's not to draw them to the person carrying the word of knowledge. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, they might draw to him. That's just human nature. But it's it's really, you know, God wanting them to come to him, like to see. And they may know him, you know, they may know him as their savior. But they, there may be levels that they don't really know him. I think it's so important, that, you know, the point you guys are making is that all these gifts come with the heart of God. Yes. Yeah. They all have to, whether it's prophecy or tongues or healing or working of miracles mm-hmm. or uh, word of knowledge, everything we're talking about, if his heart isn't coming with it, um, you're not using it to build his kingdom. Right. And so, like, for me, I've, you know, my favorite example of the word of knowledge is Jesus in John 4 with the woman at the well. He's by himself with her. He's not going to shame her, but he goes, yeah, you have five, you've had five husbands. Call your husband, oh wait, no, you've had five husbands. The one you have isn't your husband. She goes, oh, I perceive you're a prophet. Mm-hmm. And right away she understands that mm-hmm. um, that she's known and there's something supernatural going on and he can then reveal that he's the Messiah. You know, mm-hmm. and so, um, yeah, these gifts, they're designed to open up the secrets of the heart. First uh, Corinthians 14 says, if all prophesy, an unbeliever comes in and the secrets of their heart are disclosed and they'll worship God. They'll fall right. to the ground and worship God. So the end result is always glory to God. It's, it's faith in Christ. It's mm-hmm. leading the person to Christ. If that's your motive, I think you, you're pretty well guardrailed on either side. Um, if you're not getting God's heart, you're like, oh, cool. How can I do this? Oh, I've done. Okay. Word of knowledge. Check. I've done right. that. Um, <laughs> prophecy. Check. I've done that. Ooh, mm-hmm. What's discerning spirits? Yeah, oh, let, me, let me try to do that job on that one now. <laughs> but that one's a tough one too. But we well, also, I think, you're, I think you, you, the bottom line here is either you're carrying God's heart or you're carrying your own pride. 
Mm-hmm. That's you, you're not there's you know you get one or the other. Your hands are going to be full with either one, <laughs> and, and so you get one or the other. And um, and really, we're you know like when Jesus with the woman at the well that you're talking about, mm-hmm. he was coming into her life. I mean, he was he was he had come and spent and actually it was private too. Which is everything about that whole scene totally against everything that they do there, the people, the place, the people, you know, everything, the gender, everything. And they, and he's like a showing up in her life. You know, he wasn't showing up to wow her. I mean, she got wowed, obviously, but it, he was showing up to actually, in many ways, his big thing was he was showing up to save a whole nother people too. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing that's going on there. It started with a conversation yeah. to get to know her yes. as a human being. Yeah. It was all relational. Right. It was all context of relationship. Yeah. And that's the heart of the Lord, right? Yeah. And so all of these gifts, especially I believe the power gifts, they they're there not to be like, whoa, power. It's <laughs> the you know, the power of God, his love and him is so amazing. And if you don't touch that and and get a taste of him in that area, you miss you miss him. Yeah. You miss the power of his love. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I just wanted to say one other thing about the um, the word of knowledge mm-hmm. area. And this just because I've seen this is something that really trips people up. Because sometimes they'll experience someone who um, is prophesying to them and is giving them accurate word of knowledge. Um, but then that person proceeds then to go into predictive things that are really off, like really off. But the problem is they've swallowed the hook of the word of knowledge part, and then they accept everything else that comes after it. And it's very dangerous. So I just wanted to like say that just because someone may operate in the gift. And remember, it's a, it's a gift that God gives. Like it's not about that person and it does not validate everything that person is or is doing. I just want to say that. Okay. Um, But we have to be really careful. I just want to caution people who are listening because I've seen this. Mm -hmm. It really can be very damaging. It would be like, well, this part was true. So this part must be true. And it's like the word of knowledge is very, very different than now stepping into a prophetic place where you're predicting what's going to happen. And yeah. And you have to like, that has to, has to be judged. And just because someone gets one part, right. Does not mean that everything else that follows is accurate. So I just want to say, yeah, I think those are really good guardrails to have. And I would say, especially anybody listening, who's like now they're first coming into this, um, you should just stay away from the predictive, you know, you, there's lots of components of the prophetic that you could, after God gives you word of wisdom and word of knowledge about somebody, you you can definitely enter into you know exhorting and edifying and comforting a person without predicting everything that you think is going to happen. And like I said, you you really have, and you should be under a cover. You should you know somebody else should be judging this thing, not just you and that person. Right. And so uh, it's just that it's a recipe. It's a recipe for a lot of. Uh, uh, disappointment and heartbreak yes. for people because they they get they've seen the power of God you know he exploded on their life and then the rest of it didn't happen yeah and then they lose their faith in him yeah you know you it undid basically when God started yeah I mean this is maybe brings me to a good time to ask this question then is um how is prophecy different from these other revelatory gifts you know we talk about We've talked about word of wisdom, word of knowledge. There's also discerning spirits mm-hmm. and prophecy. Those are known as the revelatory gifts. Right. Those are gifts that regard God unveiling something to you, mm-hmm. revealing something to you by the spirit that you could not know by any other means. Right. So how how is prophecy different than the other tools in that bag? If you guys were to, to make the distinction. Yeah. Or maybe there's a teacher here like I, listening that wants to know, <laughs> know the difference. Yeah. I mean, I think... <laughs> I think simply now we understand like not everything is cut and dry in the lord right we want to like categorize things but not everything is always as clean as we would like it to be but i would say generally like i said before word of knowledge is um generally about what is currently happening or has happened where prophecy is forth telling Mm -hmm. right so prophecy is actually um speaking about what will come what God's heart is towards someone, it propels them into the future. Yeah. It, it's all about them 
um, moving toward the Lord, right? And like their forward motion. And that sometimes that involves repentance, but they're still moving forward, right? Sometimes that involves um, um, compelling them to step into something yes. new. Sometimes the act of the prophetic actually creates a new thing that has to be spoken because it opens up possibilities. It implants seeds of faith into them yes. for possibilities. So that's kind of how I would distinguish. Absolutely. Those. Like the, the same word came to my mind. Uh, prophecy is possibility and promise. Mm-hmm. It's It really it sits there. And the possibility, like we said earlier, it could be edification. It could be exhorting someone. It could be comfort. Those are Those are... Good. I mean, if a person's not in that place, that's a real like possibility that God is uh, bringing to them, and a promise that God's bringing to them at the same time. It's a wonderful thing. It brings them. It propels them. I like the word you use from one place into another. It's the vehicle, right? And uh, the uh, the predictive is part of that. Okay, it can be part of that. But like I said earlier, that part I just would. If you're not, uh, if you haven't been taught, if you haven't been instructed, if you don't have someone mentoring you and someone knows the word, if you don't, it, it's it's danger. It's a, it can be a dangerous pitfall to get into. It doesn't mean you, you absolutely can't. <laughs> you're right. There's, uh, we'd like to have these like that nice clean lines. Like this is what that. And there's going to be times when you know it, you're going to go into that place, uh, and there's actually going to be times when you are. Uh, Assigned to go into that place, right? Because you've uh, been, uh, you've grown up in prophetic. God's, you know, trusted you, submitted your life. Uh, you're carrying His heart with accuracy and with care for God's people, and and care for God's reputation too. And that He trusts you then, and so you're going to get those things, and they're they're great things. Like they they give direction for people. They give you know their future. So yeah, I, I I just think that the possibilities and the promises are all part of it. It's that's prophecy. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking now, like talking about this. Mm-hmm. A lot of the word of knowledge is a doorway mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. a lot of these other expressions of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Because you know, in evangelism, you also need the word of knowledge. Mm-hmm. You need the word of wisdom. What are you saying about this person, Lord? How do I approach this person? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, you just look at an evangelistic crusade as the most glaring example. Um, word of knowledge oftentimes will lead to working of miracles. It will mm-hmm. lead to gifts of healing. That will lead to the gospel being proclaimed, people being healed, people mm-hmm. being set free. It's true on a micro level. It's true just talking to somebody that you know that's an acquaintance where God can reveal something and then you, you minister to them. You don't take the prophecy direction. Like you enter the door through the Holy Spirit, reveal something. Mm-hmm. You reveal the word of knowledge or a word of wisdom. You step in the door, but then you're supposed to do something different. You're supposed to not just plug your ears then and think you know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like he showed you something, but you're still listening to God. You're still rolling on this. You're still like, okay, Lord, how do I, what am I doing now? Um, you know, Paul, he got the word of knowledge. He saw a man in Acts 14. He said, oh, you have faith to be healed. Stand to your feet and be healed. Right. And he did it. And that man, you know, was one of many that received Jesus in that, that town. He didn't immediately start prophesying over the guy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like, oh, that guy, stand up. Yeah, I have a word for you. Right. He kept <laughs> listening to him. He was like, oh, it's working miracles now. All right. And so it's like, this is all a dynamic thing where, if we, but if we're not hearing the word of knowledge, if we're not hearing what God wants to reveal, um, we're going to be really crippled to actually manifest the Spirit in other ways. Well, they're gifts of the Holy Spirit when we try to operate in them without Him. (laughs) You know, it's like, oh yeah, that uh, you started me off, now I got it from here, right? And it's like, whole thing, like, no, he's this is His gift. Like, let Him operate in it, however He, let Him lead you. I'm sorry, I only carry that particular gift. It's only on Saturdays. Mine's only Sunday from 10 a.m. to 12. It's it's true. I mean, so we, we try to dice up Holy Spirit, and get him in a nice clean box so we can operate him. Yeah, you know, uh, manipulate him. And then there's God. (laughs) But I mean, you know, I said I think there's principles and uh, there's places where we uh, intentionally place ourselves under authority and care, and we intentionally, you know, the S word submit to the church. And in those places, there's tremendous uh, safety and power. Mm -hmm. Right? It's not like you're freedom. No, it's actually, it's opening up the door for power to happen. And those gifts will flow, like you said, they typically flow, they're 
sometimes almost indistinguishable because one's into the next and back in and it's not like it happens this, you know, you have to have word of knowledge and then right 3.2 seconds later, you will get word of wisdom. If you've been fasting. If you've been fasting. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's just, let's close the loop on this with the the revelatory gifts and let me bring up discerning spirits. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this was one of the weirdest ones to me. I never really understood what it was until I, met Pastor Bob here, and he kind of helped me understand it, but I'm not sure if you remember how you even explained this, but I was probably going to put this out to you guys of like, what does it mean when you're like, um, when somebody says, you know, discerning spirits or distinguishing? I like to know what you think I said. Yeah. <laughs> We're both like, what well, what, what you said, what you said to me, what you, at least my, my, my yeah. recollection of it. Yours got uh, better than mine. Yeah, if I recall correctly, um, you said that uh, discerning spirits is where you, you know what spirit's been operating in a person's life. And you can also sort of give a history of what, of how that spirit being an evil spirit, mm-hmm. how that spirit's been afflicting the person to sort of like shine the light on their life. And yeah. Where, and show them where their thought pattern was being influenced by the enemy. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, that wasn't, that wasn't even me planting those thoughts. And it helps them to forsake right. those thoughts. So you, you had explained it in, mm-hmm. in the realm of deliverance a lot. Yes. Um, casting out devils, you know, breaking strongholds and mindsets, things yeah. of that nature. I think you got it pretty good there, because I think that is a main thing about discerning spirits. It's the unveiling of what's going on behind there, the mm-hmm. spiritual component. There's a, you know, when you're dealing with people also, I mean, they are spirit, soul, and body, so there are going to be other components there. It's not always going to be just the spirit. I think some people get kind of hyper-spiritual, vigilant, and they just, you know, everything's a spirit. Yeah. It's like, no, it's you. <laughs> it's the you spirit. It's the you spirit. You give this to you. <laughs> you know? really have a boss spirit. Right. Yes, I have a boss spirit. <laughs> If you guys could fast and pray, that would be so great. I know people will pay you money for that. All you can do is crucify that one. Yes. Oh, joy. We've gone dark now. But, but yes, I think that that's a big component of discerning spirits. And I think it, it is a thing that God is revealing. I mean, and it's to help the person... It's also in the realm of deliverance, it's to help the person uh, administering deliverance with the Lord Mm -hmm. to understand what's going on there. Like, you know, because we don't live in the spirit world. You know, I mean, we don't, I mean, if we did, we'd probably go a little metzoid. Mm -hmm. You know, and there are people that try to do that. And they're a little metzoid, personally, I think. But they, you know, we live in this world. I know we are, you know, in the world, not of the world. I know that we're spiritual people. You know, I get that. And we, we walk in the spirit. I, I understand that. And I, I, I'm great with all of that. But I, I believe also that we, there are people who are, like I said, they're just uh, spirit, small ass, <laughs> little weird spirits, yeah. minded. Mm-hmm. Like they're so focused. And that's exactly what the enemy wants. Right. He wants your attention, and if he can get your attention, it's like oh, that's a spirit. There's a spirit there. There's a spirit there. It's like, well, yeah. get what? Well, guess what? Big ass spirit. You're not paying attention to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You know, your mind's not on God. Yeah. You know, and so all the promises that come with keeping your mind set on Him, fixed on Him, are gone. Be so spirit minded, you're no spiritual good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. Uh, <laughs> that one. Do, do you want to add anything to the discerning spirits? Well, I, did, I was going to say um, it's also that there can be a, I want to say a certain kind of spirit that's trying to exert its influence over a group of people. Mm, that's right. You know, and also over um, areas, yeah. right? Principalities, yeah. and so it's be it's important to, uh, depending on what your assignment is to be able to have someone that can um, discern what the influences are there, right? So you're not ignorant because trying to fight a war, being ignorant of who your enemy is, is uh, Mm -hmm. pretty foolish, you know? So there was this guy in the new Testament that talked about that, huh? Yeah. Don't be ignorant of the enemy's devices. (laughs) So discerning experience is like God's uh, counterintelligence. It's like his spy network. Like, here's what the enemy's doing. Here's their yeah. strategy. I'm going to show you. I'm going to yeah. reveal it to you. 
Yeah. So you can do something. And then so you can deal with it. He can deal with <laughs> right. it. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, there's a strategy. And I think when you're dealing in the spiritual realm, you have to understand that there's, a, there's definitely a strategy of the enemy. Like, and anybody who thinks there, uh, there isn't or thinks they're not in a war, they've lost already. <laughs> you know, that's the worst thing. You don't want to be in a fight or a war and you don't know you're in it <laughs> because all you, you'll become a victim yeah. almost immediately. And so, but I like what you're saying about sometimes there's like uh, influences over whole areas also. Yeah. Uh, and that, that can happen a lot of times. Matter of fact, when all of these gifts are flowing and there's deliverance happening, many times spirits, especially a stronger, powerful spirit will try to influence the people around you with unbelief. Mm-hmm. That's they just confusion, confusion, turmoil, just all sorts of things, and it's so that your faith will be disrupted, right? The focus of your faith that God is able. And I would say anybody listening, you know, when you're you're going to be involved in spiritual warfare and things, and you need to keep you need uh, you need to be uh, partnered with people who are uh, going to be warriors in the spirit. Who are gonna? And I say warriors because they stay focused. They they understand who God is, and that you know it's by His arm, and it's His salvation from Him, and you know I will not be moved because God is in this place. And when you have people you're partnered with like that, you will see principalities move. They they can't stand against that. You know they just can't. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, great. Let's let's just move forward on this. We could we could yeah. obviously camp out on all of these. Well, you can go get some of our. Yeah, you know, we have stuff on the Spirit School of Ministry. And yeah, all that. you actually can. We have a whole deliverance. Course. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would suggest they do the worship thing because <laughs> I think if you're worshiping, you don't want you know. It helps, helps a lot. With yeah. spirits. <laughs> when greater is He who's in you than He who's in the world. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. How about this one? Faith. Yeah. Now this is a power gift. But you think, well, faith, like everyone has faith. Yeah. So what's he mean? Like, how is this different than, um, oh, I have faith in Jesus. Oh, I have faith in, um, yeah. you know, that, that I'm going to go to heaven someday through, through Jesus. Is there a difference between this gift of faith and, like, saving faith? Right. How is this different? It's so funny when I heard you say it's a power gift. It's funny how we... Uh we designated certain of the gifts, powers, also revelatory. <laughs> I think they're all kind of like... Yeah. I was like... Okay, <laughs> like I taught it that way, but I know that there's more. They're just know, categories. So they're not categories. Yeah. You know, it keeps General you clean. Just, if we get nice yeah. three little categories, <laughs> and we all know there's 15 gifts, right? Yeah, there's only nine. There's only nine actually. That's it. Uh, we know there's 21 <laughs> gifts, right? <laughs> oh, wait, Romans 12. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> anyway, what do we say? Faith. 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 Gift of faith. Have ye faith? Oh. Ye what would you like to know about faith? Ye of faith. Yeah, What's the gift of faith? The gift. The gift can only come from God, right? I mean, and I actually think the gift is delivered to all of us um, in the Word. I, I mean, honestly, I think people think it's just some spiritual spooky thing, but I think when you take in the Word, you because uh, faith works by love, and mm-hmm. God is love, you're taking in the Word. I believe there's a, that the more you take in of the Word, your, your faith grows and you know you just believe in him now i know there's a lot more to do, <laughs> which we'll we'll discuss some of that yeah. but i think there's some simplicity that sometimes missed you mean like you just can grow in faith yeah and the go from faith to faith so you can, it can operate yes i have the operation of it absolutely you can faith grow. comes by hearing the word yeah. yes awesome. remember that hearing is rhema that's yeah. not the uh, bible yeah. Well, it's the Bible. So if you read the Bible, if you read the Bible out loud, it becomes yeah, it becomes Breathe right? yeah. word. Oh. word. Yes. Uh, who did you think faith was? I thought you're from you. What do smart. I think faith is? <laughs> no, when I think about the gift yeah. of faith, I actually think about uh, this guy in our church named Frenchie, because uh, he, yeah. he, he, I that's who I think about. Is for him, it's like. Well, of course, like God is going to do this. You know, I think he's French. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, of course, he's actually fast. Yeah, French fast. Yeah, but um, that's actually what I think about because it's like this. It's very simple and it's very yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And even in the face of very, very difficult, very real things, and it's never a denial. 
It's never a denial of what's happening. Right. It's just there's something that's more sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and like <laughs> I, I'm like, man, yes. if I need some, if I'm going through something, I need someone who has faith. I'm like, I'm gonna go mm-hmm. talk to Frenchie because yes, it's very, it's just very sure. It's like yeah. I think he has a gift of faith. Where he I believes. think as the gift of faith. Uh, it's pretty miraculous because I think it actually anchors you yeah. to, to him in some mm-hmm. interesting way. You're right. Uh, I know. For, I mean, Francis is like one of my best friends, mm-hmm. and I, I love him. And he's that. Yeah. He's like a like I said. I think of him as an anchor, and he's gone through hard things yes. in his life, yeah. like real hard stuff, like mm-hmm. almost dying stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yet he's just like, well, God. Mm-hmm. And so there's a simplistic yes. component of it. It's not a stupid it's trust. Uh-huh. It's total trust. And, and there's such a gift. I also I think when you are around a person with that, mm-hmm. you, it affects you. But like like I said, you can just bring it up. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> it. <laughs> there it is. Uh, you, yeah. you know, if someone's having a hard time believing, just drag them over to Frenchie. Mm-hmm. Here. But don't mind with this guy, you yeah. know. But like all of these things, mm-hmm. you can you can miss the simplicity of it. If you Think it has to be something so sophisticated, so intricate, so spiritually spooky, so all of those things. You can miss every one of the revelatory power gifts, all the gifts, all of them. You know, administrative thing. You can everything, and it all goes away. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love how it says faith is a gift because it's not like sometimes we think like, oh, I'm really believing for this thing, right. and I know people mean that in a good way. I'm not trying to yeah. denigrate anybody, but it's a revelation. God's like, hey, look, you can believe in me. And you're like, oh, right. It's, a, it's such a simple thing. Where, like, to me, the gift of faith is, is I look at a situation or a problem or, or a task, and I just go, oh, he's willing to do this. Oh, God's willing to do this. Amen. Yeah. That, that's the gift of faith. That could be, like, for someone who's blind to see. That could be for a provision of, of rent money. <laughs> that could be um, for someone's, you know, kid to get to get healed. I mean, that, that could be to be saved. I mean, that, that's like our initial faith. Um, it's not of ourselves. It's the gift of God. Yeah. Because we go, we look at God and we go, oh, he is willing to love us. So, yeah. And we didn't believe that before. Uh-huh. We, were, we were just like, oh yeah, I think there's a God. I should probably, you know, get my life right. <laughs> I should get, get, in, my, I should oh, get in the program. Wow, he's willing to do this thing. <laughs> and so to me, like there is like this gift of faith and we've all received the measure of faith. Um, but also in circumstances, there's times that, it, that you get hit with a gift of faith. Whether you're interceding or whether you're like you're ministering to someone, you just all of a sudden you're like, oh, the Lord's doing this thing. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, it's such a beautiful thing. It's completely given by the Holy Spirit. I think it's like all the other gifts. Mm-hmm. Either, I think you had mentioned even earlier. It doesn't originate from your brain. <laughs> like, it's not because you understand better. Right. I've got enough of the word memorized. Mm-hmm. And I know which scriptures to apply. And they create gift of faith. Yeah. No, it's like it comes out of your innermost being. Your spirit is just like, yeah. and you believe. And it's a weird. If your spirit's out of mind. Strength. If your spirit's out of mind, yes. Yes. You got to pray in tongues. Go for it. <laughs> you, you, um, you, know, you enter into those places. Yeah. Those are, that's walking in like high places with the Lord. Yeah. Amen. It's so good. These are just cool yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's just talk quickly about... Uh, Why didn't we talk about this earlier? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about some important stuff. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Like, contentment was pretty important. Yeah. If you don't have contentment, none of this junk matters. So. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're like, oh, I have prophecy, but I don't have word of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're kind of, you won't go out of the wrong, the wrong fire or more. Oh, let's do this. Um, all right. How about this one? Working in miracles. Yeah. Have any of you guys ever walked or, or worked? I've seen God work miracles. That's <laughs> true. And I, I've been the. I, I've been there. <laughs> Have you ever been the hands layer or whatever? Yeah. You know, I've seen where I've laid hands and seen a total miracle on several occasions, but I. When I walked away, of course, in the moment, you're like, yeah. you know, but uh, you, you can't explain it. You know, you know, there's, you know, all that stuff. Later on, you just like, uh, I think when you work miracles, you you should remain in the awe of God. Like, yeah. oh, wow. Oh, he did that? Like, and then, you, you know, you realize, like, you aren't really worthy enough. Right. <laughs> you're very aware. Yeah, you, you become very aware of that humility. Like, 
Oh, yes. And it's weird because a lot of times people associate, this is where idol worship happens. People associate, yes, people associate people, mm-hmm. right, with the working of miracles. It's the whole body of Christ, right? It's the whole, it's people, and we're one of them, and he's using that part of the body to touch, to heal, to prophesy, and all that. And we make an idol out of a person. Like We don't, need to, dig, we don't need to dig through a roof to get to Benny Hinn. He's worked some real miracles. He has. He's awesome. awesome. I think there are great people who yielded to God, Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit. They are, you know, they should be honored. Mm -hmm. But God does it. It's in him that works in and through us. It's not like us. And I know there can be a weird false humility, like, oh, it's (laughs) but there is a humility, a real humility that comes because you realize, oh, yeah, he just did that. Mm-hmm. Like, like without him, you can't do. Without him, you cannot prophesy, get word of knowledge, get right. word of wisdom. You know, discerning the spirits, working of miracles. You can't do any of this. No. It's not you. Don't got it in you. They're from the spirit, <laughs> right? you know. <laughs> yeah, and so it's it's great when you partner with him on this. So good. It's, it's amazing how- that he lets you partner with him. Uh-huh. That's what I'm always in awe of. Like, yeah. You let us be part of this. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, when, when I, 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 I think when you say work, you know, you said, oh, you ever done? I can remember several occasions, but I remember one that happened when I was very young in the Lord. And it was weird. I was, uh, we were, we were like, we would partner up with people in the church. It'd be like on a Wednesday night or something. There was a lady there and she was like nine months pregnant. And she turned to me and I don't even remember who it was now. So don't ask me. Uh, she and I did something you probably shouldn't do, <laughs> but she she turned to me and she goes, uh, "My baby's breech. It's coming tomorrow, one way or the other." You know the doctor said they're going, and she said, "Would you pray?" And I went, "Okay." And here I am, like you know, the young Christian. I'm like, "Oh uh, yeah," you know. I just, "Well, sure, God does that, right?" And I actually laid hands on my stomach, which I do not recommend for anybody. Okay, but <laughs> yeah, not like not guess. crazy. It was like kind of like. <laughs> But the weird the weird thing was when I laid hands on her stomach and I started to pray, I felt this. And she's like, whoa. I'm like, what? We were, I was more surprised than her. I'm like, I, I didn't know if like, I did something wrong, right? And I was like, oh. So I walked away. I'm just like, I hope. Did I hurt somebody? Did I hurt this baby? I didn't know I was that ignorant. <laughs> and then, you know, like a few, yesterday, she, the next day, she had the baby. Uh-huh. And then a week or so later, I saw him back at church. And, you know, she's like dedicated. She goes, oh, yeah, he turned. He came, came out regular. Wow. Like, he, she goes, didn't you feel? I went, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. So when you, see, when you see it, like, happen in real time, it's weird. Yeah. Like, it's shocking Strange. almost to me. And I didn't know. I didn't recognize it. Yeah, like I was just like in shock. I guess. Awesome. Yeah, but I don't know. Like that, have you seen a miracle like that just happen like just instantly right in front of you? It's weird. It's. Just, I don't know if I've seen something like that. Yeah. I mean, I've seen. <laughs> I. I mean, I've seen people like in a coma on their deathbed, and we prayed. And yeah. They were not expected to live, and they came out and lived. Like, yeah. That's. I mean, yeah, that's a miracle. <laughs> it is. It yeah. is a miracle. It kind of wows you. Yeah, wowed everybody. I was with, included. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. yeah, I was with a guy from our church, Jez, and we, we prayed for someone in the hospital. Uh-huh. They're about to be passing on, and he prayed for them. He has a ton of faith. Yeah. And the next day, we heard that guy was getting out of the hospital. Yeah. The doctors couldn't explain that at all, mm-hmm. and it's it's mind blowing. Like yeah. to yeah. see to see people operate from that. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, I have a question for you. Did the miracle? Minister to the person more than it ministered to you. <laughs> like, I don't know about yeah. you, but those things, like, I can remember like, a few of those things, like, to this day. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, well, some of them were not a long time ago, but it's just like, oh, wow. Like, you, you get, like, you know, the gift of faith. I think you get the, you know, <laughs> not really. I think the person gets the, this miracle and you get, like, you're like awed by it. Yeah. Like, wow, that happened? Yeah. How is gifts of healing different than these working miracles? Why does he put two different gifts here? What do you guys think? I think there's miracles that aren't related to healing. Mm-hmm. I think that's why, that's yeah. why there's yeah. miraculous things that happen yeah. in life situations and circumstances, things that are impossible that, that occur. And so there's um, the miraculous 
Um, which healing can be part of that. It definitely mm-hmm. is right. part of that. But and yeah. healing, I believe, also comes in lots of different ways. Also, well, you know, like the word says, if you uh, you know, if there's any sick among you, you go to the elders. They anoint you with oil. They lay his hand, and then you know, if you have any sin, it gets God knows what that's all about. But they know the depth of that, mm-hmm. and they will be, and they will recover. Mm-hmm. They will heal, and so healing can be instantaneous, what we would call miraculous, mm-hmm. I suppose. And then, like you said, it can be, I think, it can be a gradual in time. Yeah, you know, or over time, there can be a recovery. Sure, you know. And I think it, you know, it's all miraculous. There can be, there can be emotional healing. There can be yes. inner healing, healing yes. of trauma, healing of yes. memories, yes. healing of relationships. There, there uh-huh. can be so many yeah. different healings. And some of them happen things. instantly, mm-hmm. and some of them happen in time. And it's, it's right. I guess I don't know. We have to ask Jesus one day, but he's. I'm pretty sure that's probably one of the reasons he does the miraculous healing. The other thing, there's I probably think other differences, you know. <laughs> The other thing I think is important is this of gifts of healing. And it, yeah. it kind of shows like nobody was just, nobody has the gift of healing where just everyone they touch is always healed, no matter what, at their will. It's gifts of healing. There's, yeah. there's instances and occasions led by the Holy Spirit where people are healed. And Jesus himself walked that way. Like he, he was led by the Father and he healed who the Father showed him to heal. And, you know, he, there was a man at the beautiful gate according to Acts chapter 3, that yeah. had been there for 40 years, and Jesus had entered by him for three or four years, anointed with the power to heal, and he hadn't healed him in that time. And Peter and John healed him, right? And so I'm just, I, that kind of just shows you, it's if you're praying for the gift of healing, it doesn't mean it's at your will. Like, it's none of these gifts are subject to your will. They're given as the Spirit wills. And this is in the context, too. It's, it's important. Like, everything in this is about relationship and surrender and yielding to the Holy Spirit. Um, so yeah, that's why I think he, he made a plural, you know, gifts of, but I'm sure there's other explanations for that. Now let's get into the last couple here, various kinds of tongues and the interpretation. Now, what is this? <laughs> Do you mean to tell me people can speak other tongues that they didn't know? Oh, I thought he was just talking about different tongues. Yeah, <laughs> various kinds. Everybody of tongues. Tongue out. So, like Darwin's finches. <laughs> oh Spiritual version of that. <laughs> Never thought yes. Charles Darwin could make a spiritual point. Yeah, yeah, he, he made some spiritual points. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Small ass. Yeah. <laughs> but is he talking here about like real languages, like in the earth or unknown tongues? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The ability to speak <laughs> in spirit languages, <laughs> heavenly language, um, and then also to be able to speak natural languages. Which I'm, I'm really praying for this gift. <laughs> yes. Be <laughs> blessed. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, so, hasn't come yet, yeah. but <laughs> persevering. Yeah. I actually think it's a miracle that people can learn other languages. Personally, I mean, other than New York, I don't speak any other languages. Right. And I just like I, when I see I know, when I see people talking in other languages, I'm just always in just like, how do you do that? And people who learn like you know eight, seven different like you know uh, we have. Mary, mm-hmm. our beloved Mary, woman in our church, and she just like picks up. Languages. Oh yeah, just you like, see that in, in missionaries a lot. Like my wife knows three other languages. Oh yeah, and I think you know the gift of, of these type of tongues. It could be like with healing, where it is a process, yeah. but God can accelerate you. Right. So I actually think you should pray right. for that, and I think He can accelerate your learning. You know oh. where He's where He's called you to be. Mm-hmm. Um, he can give you that. I mean, He's the one that is the Word, so He could give meaning to whatever oh, language right. and help you. Right. Uh, or he might just make you sweat it out. <laughs> All right. You know, please, I'll do story time with you. Yeah, put please. Your, put on your slippers. Okay. Yes, you got your sweater on. So yeah, you have I'm, I'm in China. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm on, they're on engineering business. I'm in an engineering meeting. We have drawings out and we're discussing stuff, you know, finishes, uh, post tolerances, you know, all that kind of stuff. I have an interpreter with me. And she's interpreting the people, the Chinese people, what they're saying to me. And I tell her and she interprets her back. And I think, I know this was the Lord. He gave me this one time just to show me it's possible because it seems so impossible. We were honest with you. And um, 
I'm sitting there and we're in this meeting and all of a sudden this guy goes off on a whole thing about the drawing. Detailed thing. Dimensions, uh, uh, tolerances, finish, oh, everything you can imagine in engineering. And he's, you know, going, boom, 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 in Chinese. I don't, okay. He's speaking Chinese. I'm hearing English. It was the most bizarre thing I'd ever experienced. And he goes off for a, quite a while, you know, a few minutes discussing the details. And then he stops and she's about to interpret. And, he, and I go, oh, no, I go, yeah, I understand. He said, and I repeated back what he said. And she's like looking at me like, huh? And I was more amazed than her. It's never happened. She's like, I've been interpreting for you right. this whole time, oh, no, and you can understand. Oh, yeah, I think she's like, that's really what she's like. You're a Mandarin <laughs> sneaky person. <laughs> you know, but it's never happened again. Yeah. I, I think I was, well, I was a little scared, to be honest with you. It's kind of like weird. It's weird, okay? Yeah. And so, and I'm just like, oh. And I, I know the Lord did that just to prove to me that it actually can happen. Yeah. You know, and I've seen it happen in other cases. Yeah. In prison ministry. I would say it happened at the prison. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You tell your story. I might. Yeah. No, there was a guy up front who was speaking. I think he was speaking in tongues, but then he slipped into something else. And this guy came walking forward and was like, he was speaking in my language. I understood what he he was saying. Yes. Yeah. It's great language. I remember what it was. I yeah, remember, no, but it, it wasn't something the guy knew. But it, it wasn't earthly, like a, it was earthly. And also, yeah, one of the elders, another David in our church, Elder David, he he was at the prison one time, and he all of a sudden just started speaking. Hmm. Um, at first, I thought he was just speaking in the heavenly language of tongues, but he wasn't. He was actually speaking in, I think it was an Indian language, and some guy in the back came up. And immediately started talking, like, you know what you just said to me? Like, uh, you understand my language? And he's like, huh. <laughs> you know? wow. I guess yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. it, I don't know. Those things are strange. Like, I don't know how that happened. Like, those poor people in that. Yeah. They must have been blown away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our, our barriers aren't really barriers to no. God. To God. No. None of these things are barriers. Right. But then there's the tongues. Yeah. They're right. speaking in the heavenly language, which mm-hmm. is so awesome. And it's so good. The interpretation of it. Yeah. Right? And the interpretation. We should do a whole yeah. podcast sometimes. You mean just in tongues? It's going to take us longer. That would be great. Yeah. Well, the first 30 minutes will be in tongues, the second 30 minutes will be in the interpretation. The interpretation. <laughs> yeah. Everybody will just fast forward. <laughs> Maybe they'll understand it right away. Maybe. You never know. Well, yes. We'll give them a lesson. If they, yeah. they can interpret our tongues in the beginning. They passed. Nice. Yes. <laughs> well, wow. we talked about a lot of spiritual gifts here. Does, uh, maybe, Liz, do you want to pray us out or, or sure. in the close? Yeah. Lord. Lord, we thank you for gifts that you give, that they are from you, and we just get to receive them. And, uh, Lord, we ask that you would um, reveal more to us about mm. these things and expand our um, our understanding, our knowledge, and also our our operation in them, Lord. We just pray that you would take us, uh, everyone who's listening, that you would uh, expand us past our current experience in these things. Lord, for the building up of your church, for the edifying of your people, for the revealing of yourself in the earth. Lord, we we thank you and we trust you in these things and uh, we look forward to it. Mm. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, visit spiritschoolofministry.com.